Hello. Hello to everyone. I hope you're well. I want to thank your church for inviting me to bring this message to you today. I'm Jay. This is my sign name. And I'm from Birmingham in England. I'm involved with a church here called Word of Hands. I've been a pastor here for many, many years, and it's been such a blessing. Thank you for this opportunity for my church to share this message with your church. After all, we are one church. We all believe in one Holy Spirit, one God, one Jesus, and we are indeed brothers and sisters in Christ together. I've been asked today to talk on the topic of being a good Samaritan and how we can live out being a good Samaritan in our lives. So I want to start with a passage from the Bible. It's from Luke chapter 10, verse 25 to 37. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbour as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbour? In reply, Jesus said, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he travelled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn. and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. 
Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbour to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. In that story, it's almost as if Jesus is getting the measure of that expert of the law. The expert of the law treating this as if it's a test, checking off his achievements and compliance. But Jesus challenges him, what about your neighbour? What about those with bad reputations, poor backgrounds? difficult people. It's all very well being nice to those that you love, but what about those that you hate? How do you love all people? You can't just love everyone bar one person or one group. What does it teach us about love? You have to love with your whole heart. The Bible is so clear about loving with our whole heart, our whole soul, our whole strength, our whole mind. Jesus reminds us that we must love our neighbour as ourselves. This word neighbour, what does it really mean to you? Do we mean our next door neighbours, those who live in the houses next to us? Or does it perhaps mean just those who are our good friends? Jesus is very clear when he explains in his story about the Samaritan what he means by neighbour. Let me give you some background. So we have the Jewish people and we have the Samarians. The Jewish people hated the Samarians. Samaritans had the worst reputation, and Samaritans hated the Jews. The idea of helping a Samaritan certainly didn't factor into any concept of helping one's neighbour for any Jewish person. So loving a Samaritan is a perfect illustration for Jesus to use when that expert in the law comes to him. The expert in the law recoils from the idea the very idea that Jesus would raise the possibility that they were expected to love the Samaritans would have rocked their understanding. Jesus here saying that it is possible to love each other in God's power. How does this story relate to your own lives? I've got three examples to lay before you that you might relate with. Imagine you're driving along or cycling along, walking along, and you're late. You're having to hurry, and suddenly you see an accident. Perhaps somebody has collapsed or somebody's crashed. You see it happen, but you're late. You think, I can't stop. I'll leave it for now. Someone else will sort it out. Or would you have considered stopping and helping? 
helping your neighbour whether or not you know them. Another example might be perhaps you've been meeting some friends, maybe you've been doing some visiting recently and you're having a conversation with them and they say to you, look, I'm having a really tough time of it at the moment. I'm really struggling. Doctors diagnosed me with uh, depression or anxiety. <sighs> Just want to offload to you a little bit, talk to you about it. Have you recoiled and said, oh, well, mm, uh, that's uh, <clears throat> mental health stuff. Oh, doctors, doctors caught it. That's good. That's good. Um, well, you see the professionals about that and change the subject and avoid it and move on. And your friend in that moment wasn't looking for a professional to talk to. They just wanted your friendship, just wanted you and me to chat, talk it through. Let me tell you what's going on. That's the help they wanted in that moment. Is recoiling from that being a good Samaritan? My last example relates to this year, 2020, the lockdown caused by COVID-19, the coronavirus. We've been sat at home. Some of our neighbours haven't been able to go out at all. Perhaps they've been shielding, perhaps they're elderly. Have you offered to buy them food or do little jobs or tasks for them? That is being a good Samaritan, loving your neighbour. Have you thought of ways of helping those physically around you? I want to revisit that biblical story, but from a different perspective. Imagining myself, a deaf man, in that story and imagining those three responses. One day I was sat in prayer, asking Jesus, how can I earn my eternal life? The Holy Spirit pointed me to the Bible, asking me what it said about the law. And I said, I must love you above all things, and I must love my neighbours and myself. And Jesus told me, yes, do this and you will live. I thought, mm, fine, yeah. Straightforward, no problem at all. I'll crack on with that then. So I started thinking about my neighbours, about the community around me. I thought specifically about the deaf community and I thought, hang on a minute, some of them are enemies. They're of different faith to me and some of them are bullies and some of them are racists and do I have to love them all? No, 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 no. I'll keep them at arm's length. Thank you very much. Actually, I know quite a few people with mental health issues. Mm, no, no, no. <clears throat> Stay well away from them. Thank you very much. I'll love the nice people, the people I like. All good, Jesus. Yeah. Jesus said, let me give you a visual illustration. And there I was, walking along, when all of a sudden, a local gang beat me up, stole my phone and my clothes, my wallet, my trainers, everything, and they ran away. And I was there in the middle of the countryside with no one to help as far as the eye could see. Then, in the distance, I saw my old teacher from many years ago at college. Lovely man, he'll help me. He saw me, but he didn't have time to help me. He was late. He had things to do, he had to go to work at the college, he had 
teaching to do. He said, I'm sorry, I haven't got time. And off he went. I was lying there and then my church pastor walked past. I waved over and my church pastor took out their phone and got suddenly very busy texting and walked on past. And then I saw a deaf man I knew, a sinner, a troublemaker, dreadful reputation. I tried to hide, but he walked straight over to me and he said, are you okay? You look in pain. You got beaten up. I thought, he's talking to me. We're having a conversation. He, he lifted me up and put me in his car and I became very nervous. He drove me to the hospital and he gave me some money to help me if I needed to buy food and drink and if I needed phone calls made to let people know that I was at the hospital. And then he phoned an interpreting agency and told them, please provide Jay with an interpreter so that he's got the access he needs and I'm happy to pay for the interpreting no matter what it costs. As Jesus told me this story, it dawned on me. The teacher didn't help me, the pastor didn't help me. That deaf man with a dreadful reputation within the community showed me mercy. And Jesus said, that is it. That is true love for all. And I understood. So now here we are, you in South Africa, me here in England. But it doesn't matter where we are, when we are, who we are. The Bible is clear that it includes all of us. Be a good Samaritan to all. Now, here, it's unlikely that I would see someone beaten up and left for dead. So what might this beating mean in this context? Maybe we see bullying or oppression we can be the Good Samaritan to intervene, to bring peace, to bring kindness, patience and God's love, to reduce bullying and oppression through good example, to stand up, to be willing, to volunteer, to help whatever it may be. And our neighbours, remembering that our neighbours aren't just those that live next to us, not just those that we know, but it is all who we come into contact with, whether we know them or not. Love is a verb. It's not just a a noun, not just a, a state. Love is a verb. We have to be active, proactive. We can't just allow it to stagnate. We have to be part of it. As we follow God, God teaches us. 
He loves us and we love him. In turn, we love our neighbours as we love ourselves. We can show God that we love him by loving other people, creating that continuum. You can see there that triangle with God at the top and you and me and our neighbours. That by God loving us, us loving God and us loving our neighbours, we bring those to Christ through God's true power. That as we love God and we love our neighbours and we love ourselves, it becomes that beautiful picture. Now in 2020, we've been in lockdown for quite some time and perhaps we've forgotten how busy we were, the old normality. And now we need to learn again how to step out from our comfort zones, how to show love in new ways, how we can make a positive impact through this time so dominated by coronavirus. Jesus still has a plan for you. He still has so much love for us to show. His spirit is within us and has given us that confidence, that strength. We just have to hold on to the hope that Jesus Christ gives us. Each of us will have different ways of connecting with people, different ways of showing that love, maybe volunteering, maybe trying to be involved, maybe meeting with people, happy to hear the stories of others, rather than always telling our own stories and shutting out those that want to talk, express, offload. If we see somebody that needs help, we focus on them, just as that Samaritan did to the Jewish man taking him to the hotel, paying for him, ensuring he was taken care of until he had recovered. We don't know, of course, what happened next in that story, but I'm sure that the Jewish man's life would have been changed. Let me tell you a, a true story that happened to me back in December 2019. There was a couple who I knew well. I'd known them for over 30 years. They were a bit like my deaf grandparents, my, my spiritual grandparents. The man was ill. He had cancer. His wife was a Christian, a very faithful woman, would always be praying for her husband. He knew of her faith, but wasn't sure how to connect to God himself. He became extremely ill and 
We knew his life was soon coming to an end and he was taken into hospital. One day, he talked to his wife and said, I don't know what it is you've got or how to have it, but I want it. And the wife prayed with him. And just two or three seconds after they signed Amen, I arrived. The wife said to the husband, Jay's just arrived. The husband couldn't believe the timing. I said, hello, and how are you? And we had a nice conversation. And in the back of my head, I had this real yearning to pray, but I, I wasn't sure when the right time was, and dots and nurses coming in and out, and that sort of thing. And as our time came to a close, the man asked me, Jay, please, would you pray with me? I'm ready to accept Jesus into my heart. I was delighted. It was a privilege. I sat with him and we prayed and I signed with him and together we signed Amen. And as we did, the peace of the Holy Spirit just filled that room. I'd known him for 30 years and finally in that moment, he accepted Jesus as his Lord and Saviour and just a few days later went to be with him. Before I arrived, I hadn't known that they'd been having that conversation. Later, this lady was telling my mum about what had happened, that they'd prayed and in that perfect timing, I had walked in to pray with him as he gave his life to God. When my mum told me this, I couldn't believe it. It was incredible. God had put all these things into place. His perfect plan. I didn't know they'd been having that conversation. God did the work. I didn't even have to volunteer. I just went along with his plan. Sometimes it's those simple, small things. He laid on my heart to go and I went and I visited, I had the conversation, and in that moment he became a Christian and soon after went to be with Jesus. Being the Good Samaritan doesn't depend on when and where and how, it's just wanting to be the Good Samaritan, to show love, wanting to show that fellowship. I'd like to show you a picture painted by a deaf girl. Her family had been painting and she painted this based on the handshake for the sign I love you in international sign. It's beautiful. Take a look. Jesus there crucified on the cross, the nail pierced through his wrist and his hand signing, I love you. I love you all. I love the world. I love deaf people, hearing people, the culture, language. I love you and you love all. That is the moral of the story. Jesus teaching us to love each other, no matter what, no matter where, no matter who, no matter when, to love. Amen. Please join me in prayer. Our Father, thank you 
that you came to save us, your children. Thank you for loving us, that through your love we become free, that we can then love others, that just like the Good Samaritan, we love one another. Please help us to love more, to be willing to go out, to share that love that you give to us, whether we know someone or not, that even if we can't see the lives that are changing, that we continue through, that just like that Jewish man, that after he was healed would have gone out with his life changed, that we might have those same opportunities to change lives. Please forgive us for the times that we've ignored those opportunities around us. Broaden our horizons. Allow us to be ready to go out to help our neighbours, to love our neighbours. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit that you give us that you give us that confidence through your Holy Spirit, that we can hold on to your hope, that through your love, anything is possible. We ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Bye-bye.